0: Ah, shit, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to a podcast that I like to call This and Motherfucking That. It's not called That, but it's called This and That. Anyways, it's a podcast where we basically talk about bullshit that's going on around the world. I guess that should be the intro. A podcast where we talk about bullshit going on around the world. That that pretty much sums it up. But, uh, it's a good... Trump-tastic one. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> Trump-tards losing their shit. Um, we've got a couple sports articles on top. We've got the NFL playoff preview. The uh, NCAA has decided to play their tournament entirely in one spot. Uh, I guess like a ugh, excuse me, like a bubble type thing. Well, we'll get into that. And LeBron James wants to purchase a WNBA team. Oh, boy. We'll also get into the uh, Georgia Senate runoff. We'll talk a little bit about that, and uh, had some pro-Trump protests break down at the uh, Electoral College certification. Um, that's currently going on right now, as the uh, as I'm recording this, currently watching it on my iPad. Uh, it was delayed a couple hours because we had some uh, pro. Trump protests, because, uh, well, let's face it, Trump tards don't know how to take losing too well, uh, we'll, we'll unpack that goodness, also, uh, the Koshona police officers involved in the Jacob Blake shooting have not been charged, we'll get a good look at that, and uh, a whole lot more is on the plate, but, uh, let's start with the NFL, NFL playoff preview, And I am, uh, sad to say that neither of my teams made it. Neither the Eagles nor the Patriots made it. I was rooting for the Patriots to at least sneak in there somehow at, like, maybe 9-7 and seven or something. But, uh, yeah, sadly, that didn't happen. And the Eagles going straight up tank bowl in the, uh, fourth quarter pissed off a lot of fucking Giants fans. Because, well, uh, The Giants weren't able to uh, win more than six games, so, uh, yeah. Sorry, New York, but uh, maybe next time try to win more than six games. As we all know, the team with no name, the football team, has made the playoffs with a losing record. What was the Washington football team's record? Washington are currently 7 and nine. With a 7-9 and record. I wanted to see if she'll say football team. Hold on. Who won the NFC East division? So far, Washington is in first place in the NFC. Oh, she doesn't say football team. She just says, she just says Washington. Damn you, Siri. Oh, killed the fun. Oh, well. But uh, let's get on into this. So the first game, uh, we're going to go... Through the Saturday games first. Uh, the first game is at 1:05 p.m. Eastern. That's going to be on CBS, and it's the Colts and the Bills. If I were to pick this game, I'd say the Bills would probably win. As much as I really don't want them to win, I'm rooting for the Colts in this game. But realistically, I gotta go with the Bills. The four o'clock game, which will be at Lumen Field. It's no longer CenturyLink Field anymore. It's now called Lumen Field. Of course, when I found out it was called Lumenfield, I thought the Seahawks got a new stadium, but no, there's just new naming rights. But that game can be found on Fox at uh, 4.40 p.m. And it's the Rams and the Seacocks. Yeah, I called them the Seacocks. <laughs> but it's the Rams and the Seahawks. Uh, let's see, if I were to pick this game... I mean, we all know Seattle's defense is butt. Russell Wilson basically at this point is carrying them. Uh, You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make this one an upset, and I'm going to go with the Rams beating the Seahawks. And then the Washington football team playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's on NBC at 815 in FedEx Field. Oh, boy. I'm going to go with Tom Brady and the Bucks, And then we go on to the Sunday games. The Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans at 105. Nissan Stadium, Derek fucking Henry. About to run all over that uh, Ravens defense. I'm picking the Titans. Fuck it. The Bears versus the Saints. uh, 4.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, yeah, the uh, Ravens Titans game's on uh, S ESPN. Uh, and then the Bears and the Saints game at 440 uh, is on CBS. And then the Brown Steelers game is at uh, 815 on NBC. For the Bears Saints, I'm picking the Saints. And the uh, Brown Steelers, you know what? Fuck it. Let's pick the Browns. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, that's the NFL playoffs. Sadly, the Eagles nor the Patriots are in it. So, I don't know. But anyway, I, I, if I were to pick a team that I'm low-key, like, rooting for, I guess you would say, like, maybe the Bucks. You know, I, I wouldn't mind seeing Tom Brady at least get one more ring. Maybe the Browns, you know. But who knows? We'll see. Uh but anyways moving on from the NFL playoffs uh the NCAA men's basketball tournament to be played entirely in Indiana. That's right. The in- excuse me video. <laughs> the NCAA will host its entire postseason men's basketball tournament in Indianapolis and surrounding areas with a bubble-like format, officials announced on Monday. Exactly. So they're going to basically uh, use a bubble like most sports were. All 68 teams will come to a complete will come to compete for the national championship and play most of the games at multiple venues in Indianapolis with some games in Bloomingham no Bloomington Bloomingham what the fuck. Bloomington and West Lafay- Lafayette Lafayette, Lafayette. The bulk of the teams will stay in hotels connected to the Indiana Convention Center, which will be used as practice facility, the NCAA said. Selection Sunday is still scheduled for March 14th, and the final four is set to be April 3rd and 5th at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, which they're going to be playing it in a empty-ass motherfucking house. In Indianapolis, Bakersfield Life Fieldhouse, Hinkle... Fieldhouse and Indiana Farmers Coliseum will be used for tournament games. Mack Arena in West Lafayette and Assembly Hall in Bloomington will also be used. The NCAA said, "This is an ex. This is a historic moment. God damn it, phone! Will you fuck off? This is a historic moment for the NCAA members in the state of Indiana." NCAA President Mark Emert said in a statement, "We have worked tirelessly to re- reimagine a tournament structure that." Maintains our unique championship opportunity for college athletes. The reality of today's announcement was possible thanks to the tremendous leadership of our membership, local authorities, and staff. The monumental effort will include the largest bubble-like attempt by any major sports during the pandemic. A local health partner in Indianapolis will handle testing for all players, coaches, staffers, officials, and others concerned. Connected to the event, you dumbass. The announcement did not specify the frequency of the testing and the NCAA officials are calling a controlled environment but Maroon County officials have approved the NCAA's plan and protocols. Terms will stay on dedicated hotel floors and abide by social distancing throughout their time in the tournament. And a limited number of family members will be permitted to watch games while other details about fans remained undetermined. The 2021 variation the 2021 version of March Madness will be one to remember, if for no other reason than the uniqueness of the event, said Dan Gavitt, NCAA Senior Vice President of Basketball. With the direction of the Men's Basketball Committee, we are making the most of the circumstances the global pandemic has presented. We are fortunate to have neighbors and partners in Indianapolis and surrounding communities who will not only love the game of basketball as much as anyone in the country, but have a strong storied history when it comes to staging major sports events. So basically, you guys get the point if you do want to read the full article that is on ESPN.com. I'm going to warn you all now, a lot of the articles we're going to be reading tonight are going to be coming from The Hill.com because that is basically my most trusted news source that I trust with accurate and non-biased information because they are marked as a center source. So ah getting some H2O. Anyways. So we will have we will see how that all plays out. You know. It's crazy. A lot a lot of sports have to do like a bubble type format now. But uh anyways moving right along here. LeBron James uh NBA Lakers star uh, says he wants to buy a WNBA team from Loeffler. Uh, NBA star LeBron James suggested he is interested in buying the professional women's basketball team Senny, Senny, well, Senator Kenny Loeffler owns. Uh, She's the woman who lost to the, um, to, uh, if I'm not, Yeah, she lost to Warnock. Uh, Like I said, we'll get onto that a little bit later on. But uh, Kelly Loeffler owns a team. I think I'm gone. I I think I'm gone. Put together an ownership group for the Dream Team. James tweeted late Tuesday. Who's in? Oh, boy. Loeffler, one of the richest members of Congress, owns the Atlanta Dream, which she bought with co-owner Mark Brock in 2011. Get out of here, video. Loeffler, one of the... Wow, I read that. (laughs) Loeffler lost a tough Senate runoff race to Democratic Raphael Warnock overnight. Several players on the Atlanta Dream had criticized her over her policies and vocal support of President Trump. Basically, them being a bunch of crybabies, but I don't blame them. Honestly, they should just... Honestly, WNBA players need to keep that kind of shit out of the league. And just play fucking basketball. Cause face it, that that's part of the reason why they're not getting paid as much as the men. You know, you're dragging on shit like this. Like, why do we have to let someone's political beliefs and, you know, the the person who they support in politics get in the way of sports and, you know, like, what the fuck? Just suck it up and play sports, you know? Like, yeah, I wouldn't really like my owner supporting Trump, but, I mean, I'm gonna have to suck it up anyways and say, fuck it, because, hey, I'm playing the sport I love, you know? And said owner is giving me the opportunity to play the sport I love, but, you know, I guess that's just not how these ladies see it. But, I get it. Like I said, I, I, I really wouldn't support an owner either who supported president trump but like i said i wouldn't let that get in the way of me playing any sport out there you know i know i'm not playing i'm not gonna play professional sports but y'all know what i mean like if i did play professional sports you know if i was signed to a team i'm not gonna let that get in the way of what team i'm on and you know i'm not gonna let it get in the way of the sport I love and the sport I'm playing. But like I said, I'm not a professional athlete, but, you know, y'all know what I mean. (laughs) But I I did hear in an interview, I'm not sure exactly where I, I don't know, I'm not sure, but I I do know that LeBron, as soon as he's retired, he did say he wants to own a uh, basketball team. Uh, I, I He didn't say exactly what league, but I guess now we know he's interested in the uh, Atlanta Dream from the WNBA. Oh. I thought he was going to make an effort at uh, trying to own an NBA team. But uh, nope, he's going to try to own a uh, WNBA team. So, anyways, the... Uh, Article goes on to say, In August, players wore t-shirts with the phrase, Vote Warnock on them. We realized what our owner was doing and how she was kind of using us in the Black Lives Matter movement for her political gain. We felt like we didn't want to feel kind of lost as the pawns in this, player Elizabeth Williams told the New York Times this summer. Which, I get that, yeah, you know. James has been an outspoken advocate for the Black Lives Matter movement. A social justice push Loeffler like Trump has criticized as matrixed and anti-American, which is completely not true at all. There is no room for racism in this country. We cannot have it, Loeffler said in July. But there is an organization different from the saying, an organization called Black Lives Matter founded on a matrix matrix principles matrixism supports socialism oh so it's all about supporting socialism all all that shit oh well okay all right (laughs) whatever anyways the article goes on to read the los angeles lakers star whose net worth is estimated 480 million has been the Critical of Trump and urged fans to vote out Republicans in Congress, Loeffler lost one of two Senate runoff elections in her state on Tuesday. If Democrat John Ossoff defeats Republican David badooby David, David, Do dooby dooby doo in the other race, Democrats will control the Senate until 2022. Which, like I said, we will get into that here pretty soon as we're about to recap the Georgia Senate runoff. But yes, as that says, um, Loeffler has lost to Warnock, but, uh, LeBron James wanting to buy a team. Interesting. Well, we'll have to see how that goes. But, uh, yes, as I said, uh, Raphael Warnock has beaten Kelly Leffler in the, uh, Georgia Senate runoffs here. Oh, it just updated a little bit. Oh, what happened? Are we getting more of the votes in? It looks like we're getting... Uh, it looks like we just got a little bit more of the votes in. But they're projecting Raphael Warnock to win. Um, he basically won... By a percent, I'd say. He won 50.8% to 49.2%. He had... Uh, votes to Loeffler's 2,184,454 votes. So, Raphael Warnock made it one for two for the Democrats. And then the Democrats did go two for two, which is good. As, uh, John Ossoff beats David Perdue. So, both incumbent senators in the Georgia runoff have been defeated. And Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff will secure the Democratic, uh, control for the Senate. So, the Democrats did it. They went two for two. Ossoff had 50.4% of the vote and David Perdue had 49.6% of the vote, uh, Asaf had two million two hundred thirty-eight thousand nine hundred thirty-nine votes, and David Perdue had two million two hundred three thousand three hundred twenty-four votes. So said, "Very, as I said, very, very close races, but the Democrats did hit a home run and they did score and nail it two for two. So that is good. Uh, that means the Democrats again will control the Senate until twenty twenty-two, which." Joe Biden get better get to work and get done what he wants to get done and pass what he wants to pass with a Democratic-run Senate. You know, he's got two years to do what he wants to do. He better hop motherfucking to it. But uh, it was a tight race. But uh, as Warnock, excuse me, as Ossoff was projected to win... Pro-Trump protests broke out. That's right. Capitol building was placed on lockdown. Buildings were evacuated. amid pro-Trump protests. Four lives were taken. 15 arrests. Uh, I did hear, like I said, I, I have been watching MSDNC, as the good old Donald calls it. All night, and they said earlier on. I haven't muted now, cause you know I'm recording. But I've been peering down at it, cause like I said, they're uh, confirming the. As I'm recording, recording ding 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 ding. As I'm recording this right now, they're uh, confirming the uh, electoral college here, and so far Biden's up 244 to 157. So, but they are voting. But like I said. As they were doing that, uh, some crazy shit happened. Some crazy shit went down at the Capitol building. Uh, Basically, Trump-tards lost their shit on some fake bullshit, false BS narrative. You know? There's obviously zero evidence of voter fraud. There's none. Many Republicans and Democrats have made it clear that there is no voter fraud. Yes, both Democrats and Republicans have made it clear that there is no proof of voter fraud. None. But yet, Trump continues to spew this false narrative that there is voter fraud. Which is not true. But yet, has provided no evidence of voter fraud whatsoever. And the evidence that has been presented has proven not to be true or proven to be fake, made up. And that's what we've been dealing with a lot lately here. You know, and that's why you really got to watch out what you see on the news. You know? And right now, like I said, I am looking down. I am watching MSDNC, uh and they're they keep reshowing videos right now like it, it's crazy like there's a bunch of pro trump people there like there's crowds and and the scary thing is the scary thing is is who knows if those crazy idiots could have been fucking armed you know who knows that that's another thing they were saying is who knows if they were armed which again uh four lives were lost the uh, death count could have risen. Uh, I may make an, uh, I may or may not make a video on this on my main channel, Boston three two three three, once more information comes out on it. But uh, I'm just gonna talk about what I have for now. But like I said, if more good information comes out and uh, and everything is more clear and all that, then I'll probably make a video on my main channel talking more about this. But it was chaos this article is coming from the hill.com. like i said a lot of the articles that i'll be reading tonight will be coming from the hill.com a new source that is a uh non-biased center news source and a new source that i can trust so uh but the uh title of this article reads capital Place on lockdown buildings evacuated amid protests The U.S. Capitol Police on Wednesday. Wow. Okay, let's try that again. Take two. The U.S. Capitol Police on Wednesday locked down the Capitol building and evacuated multiple congressional buildings amid the increasingly violent protests outside. Buildings being evacuated including the Library of Congress Madison Building across from the Capitol as well as the Cannon House Office Building. An alert sent the Hill staffers, police ordered occupants of the mansion, excuse me, of the Mad, Madison, 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 yeah, Madison building, to move in a safe manner to the exits and close the doors behind you, but do not lock. Why do not lock? Okay, I mean I'm not them, but whatever. Sure, let them on in. Uh <laughs> I had a brain fart. Yeah, that's Madison. Okay, yeah, Madison. Wow, that a brain fart there. <laughs> Madison Building. I probably could be wrong, but that's what I see. Madison Building. Capitol Police also told those in the Cannon House Building to take visitors' escape hoods and go kits and report to the tunnel connected to a nearby building. Oh shit. This shit's fucking who? A Capitol Police officer told a reporter, "If you want to go between the buildings, use the tunnels." They got, oh shit, damn, they got, like, underground tunnels and shit. Asked how long the lockdown might last. Officer said it will depend on the behavior of the protesters. Which, as we all know, yeah, wouldn't good. Basically, let's just say that there are a bunch of uh, tweets and videos here. I'm looking through right now. uh, From Sarah Ferris. And, uh, here's one from Rebecca Tan. Hundreds of Trump supporters have stormed the barricades at the back of the Capitol and are marching towards the building. Oh, uh, that's, that's a video. I'm just, just looking at all of these images of this shit. It's just, wow. I'm pulling them up now. Yeah, see. And of course, now that I'm looking at the picture, it's like a bunch of Trump fucking 2020 flags here. Can I zoom in on this and get a better look at it? Let's see. Nope, it won't let me. Oh, well, fuck it. <laughs> but, yeah, I see, like, a bunch of back the fucking blue flag. It's mostly all a sea of American flags and Trump 2020 flags, but <laughs> it's it's disgusting, nonetheless. Bunch of people filming with their phone, a bunch of fucking people climbing up on shit, a bunch of people waving Trump 2020 flags, and... You know, climbing up on the uh, structures and up on the bleachers that were uh, that were set up for the inauguration that's happening here, but uh, this, this is crazy. It, it, it's very crazy, and it's 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 a terrorist attack. I'm sorry, it's a Trump supporter terrorist attack. It's. And they say BLM, you know, this, and this popped in my fucking head here. And they say BLM members are terrorists. They say BLM members are bad. But yet, a bunch of, here we have a bunch of, and, 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 hold on, hold on, no, no, no. What's, what's funny is, yeah, there's people out there vandalizing shit and protesting when the George Floyd and all that, all those protests were going down. Okay. So those people are terrorists, but. Literally, Trump supporters were banging down the doors of the Capitol building. Literally climbing all over the fucking Capitol building. Smashing windows inside the fucking Capitol building. Literally vandalizing property inside the Capitol building. Fucking Nancy Pelosi's office even got vandalized. Oh, yeah. Nancy fucking Pelosi's uh, office was vandalized as well here. But, uh, it was some scary shit, nonetheless. Moving on to the next article, uh, I'm I'm gonna try a little something-something here. Let me make sure I got the right articles pulled up here. Uh, the woman that was shot, we do know who that is, uh, but we're gonna take a look at the, uh, a couple articles here. I don't know. I'm thinking about making this a segment at the end of my podcast. I don't know. We'll see, but, uh, it's like a little test run, but taking an article. And I know I mentioned this, but I think I mentioned this before in a uh, earlier podcast, but taking an article and, uh, reading it from two different perspectives, you know, but uh, I guess in this case, we're going to be reading it from a center perspective and a Left-wing perspective, but the, uh, right-wing source that I'm going to be using is the New York Post, because we all know they do lean right, and we'll, we'll, we'll use the New York Post, a leaning right source, and then we'll use Occupy Democrats, which is a hardcore left-wing source, but, you know. It's something I may do, but I, I thought I would... They're, they're, they're not going to be related to the same article, but they are going to be a left and right source. Yeah. Uh. But, anyways, this, this article is coming from TheHill.com. Guns drawn, tear gas deployed amid protests at Capitol. Oh, boy. Here we go. Law enforcement drew their firearms and deployed tear gas amid protests at the Capitol building Wednesday during Congress' certification of the Electoral College results. Officers were seen with their weapons drawn inside the House chamber, appearing to point them at demonstrators outside the door leaning into the historic room. Glass from the door was broken and law enforcement berated the entrance. Let me repeat that again. Glass from the door was broken. And they say BLM members are violent. The, and keep in mind, people, no, no one can deny that these weren't Trump supporters because, oh boy, oh boy, Every single one of these people that were vandalizing shit and doing shit were either wearing a Trump 2020 hat or a Make America Great Again hat. Or were either holding a Trump 2020 flag or a Make America Great Again flag or a fucking Blue Lives Matter flag. I've realized that disgusting disgrace of a fucking flag that violates the United States flag uh, is a favorite thing that Trump supporters like to wave around at their little, uh, piss fests that they've been recently having, having, wow, I can talk, having, uh, the article goes on to say senators have been evacuated from the premises among the chaos and house members have been moved off the floor of the chamber. Lawmakers and reporters in the area have been told to put on gas masks and some members were overheard. By the press pool, praying and calling their families to inform them that they are safe. Yeah, that shit's fucking sad, bro. Not... That, and I i know that not a lot of people give a fuck about the people that are in the government and that run the government and all that. You know, definitely fucking Trump supporters don't. The only fucking person they care about that runs the government is their beloved fucking emperor, the Donald himself. But you gotta think about it, man. H2O. You got to think about it. All those fucking people do have wives, they do have children, they have family, man. You know, I feel that. Yeah, we may not like them for their political views, some of them, you know, or 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 we may not like them all, but again, at the end of the day, they're still human beings too that and they also still have families as well, so you got to put all that into account, <laughs> you know? But it, it it's sad. And even some of them were calling to say goodbye because honestly, again, they didn't know if they were going to live through this or not. They didn't know if they were going to live through a bunch of Trump tards, threatening their lives with bullshit that their beloved emperor brainwashed them into thinking, you know, honestly, all they're thinking is they're, they're scared for their lives. They're, they're, they're afraid they're going to fucking die. I don't blame them. But the article also goes on to say, at one point, a protester made it up to the dais in the Senate chamber shouting, Trump won the election. I repeat, these are all Trump supporters that did this shit. No motherfuckers can go out there and say, oh, no, these were all Democrats. These were all liberals. Hell no. All of these people who did all this shit were all pro-Trump supporters. All of them. Not a single Democrat was there. Not a single liberal was there. It was nothing but a sea of fucking Trump tards. According to a reporter on the scene, uh, Igor Bobik, uh tweeted out on his Twitter, Protesters are on the third floor of the Senate, walking door to door shouting, Where the fuck are they? they are in the gallery, and then they pull up a picture here, i wow, oh, and, and it's also, also, they're, they're, they're also holding, uh, uh, the fucking racist confederate flag, don't worry, where I'm in Florida, I'll, I'll have to, uh, show, show you guys, uh, and expose the, mo- the racist motherfucker, but, uh, I'll have to, uh, Next time I go out of the, uh, house here and go down that way, uh, I'll have to, you know, rat the motherfucker out on, uh, Instagram there, cause we do have some racist motherfuckers here down in Florida who do like to fly the confederate flag, so, you know, but yeah, basically they were fucking flying confederate flags, here's one picture, They're in the chamber, one is up yelling, Trump won this election. This is insane. Yeah, then it shows someone sitting in the seat where uh, Mike Pence would be sitting, I guess. The storming of the Capitol comes as scores of supporters of President Trump Descended on the Capitol to procre- the Procrest, yes, it's now Procrest, to protest the Congress joint session to certify the Electoral College results, President elect Joe Biden winning the November election. The president sent out three tweets as the protests ramp up. One basically him bitching about uh, Vice President Pence not having the courage to block the certification in his ceremonial role overseeing the process and another asking his supporters to support the Capitol police. So basically it was Trump trying to do damage control. Cause he knew at this point fucking Pence wouldn't going to be on his side. You know, I don't, I don't blame him, but basically, uh, president Trump tweeted out this, uh, Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done to protect our country and our constitution. (laughs) Okay. How would begging someone to overturn a non-fraudulent and legit election be protecting our country and our constitution? How, how, How would that work exactly there, Donald? Oh, this man. This man, this man, this man. <laughs> but, uh, the tweet continue goes on to read, Giving states a chance to certify a correct set of facts, not the fraudulent or incorrect ones which they were asked to previously certify USA demands the truth. And the USA has gotten the truth. It's that, uh, there's zero evidence of voter fraud. And... ...that Joe Biden has officially become the 46th president of the United States. Simple as that. But then uh, Trump realizes his little uh, puppets are getting out of control... ...so he tries to do some fucking damage control by tweeting uh, three times... ...and it's uh, three times the bullshit. Basically says, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement... They are truly on the side of our country. Stay peaceful. I am asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect the law and our great men and women in the blue. Thank you. Basically, those tweets were him trying to do damage control. Alright? Those tweets were him trying to... (sighs) They were basically him trying to control his puppet supporters, but they're so brainwashed into believing his bullshit lies and uh false claims that they just kept going. They were too fixated and too attached to these false claims that they they didn't want to believe anything else. They didn't want to believe the actual truth. They only wanted to believe their truth, which their truth was false. It's not true. There is zero evidence of voter fraud. And sadly, uh, these protests did take lives, sadly. But of course, Trump supporters do not care. Uh, Now we're basically going to read the same article, but from a more left- side of the pers- perspective uh this is from a uh, website that we've read a couple articles from before um occupied democrats a really leaning liberal democratic left website but uh horde of trumpers storm the capitol building forcing evacuation as election certification begins. You can see already how left-wing this uh, website is. Horde of Trumpers. You can see already how left-wing it is. Anyways, for months, Trump and the right-wing propaganda network have been howling and screaming about how dangerous the NAFTA and Black Lives Matter protests are and how much of a threat they pose to the public safety. Hold on. You know what? Let me read this again. Because this is, this is this is a good fucking point. For months, Trump and the right-wing propaganda network have been howling and screaming how dangerous the Antifa and BLM protesters are and how m- much of a threat they pose to the public safety. But once again, we're shown that it's how much of a threat, excuse me, no, wow. But once again, we're shown that it's the Trumpers who resort to the violence at the drop of a hat. Which that is true. I just bumped the pop filter. That that is true. Like I said, I'm I'm honestly not shocked at what the fuck I saw. This is typical Trump tarred behavior. You know, this is typically what they do when they don't get their way. They bitch, whine, moan, and complain and cause chaos, just like their beloved emperor. 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 You know? The article goes on to read, As the counting of the electoral college ballots and the certification of Joe Biden's 2020 victory began, a mob of Trump supporters charged up the Capitol steps and began clashing with police officers. And then they show a bunch of tweets. Oh, yeah. yeah. A bunch of pictures and videos of... What's going on? Yeah, all the... All the representatives and all that. And Ben Siegel. This is a tweet for him. New Capitol Police have ordered the evacuation of the Cannon House Office Building and the Madison Building Library of Congress amid protests outside the Capitol. And get this shit. Guess what? Trump tards are, are fucking terrorists, too. Representative Elaine Laura tweeted out, I just had to evacuate my office because of a pipe bomb reported outside. A fucking pipe bomb. Really? A fucking pipe bomb. And they say BLM protesters are fucking terrorists. When literally, you have Trump tarts setting up fucking pipe bombs. Yes, The people who were protesting in the George Floyd protests were setting things on fire and smashing windows and looting and vandalizing stores and homes and all that. I'm not sure about, I think homes, but but, but I know it's mostly all stores and public places and all that, but it just, it, it's like, all these Trump tards and all these fucking right wingers say, "Oh, BLM members are terrorists, Antifa's terrorists." But then yet, you, you literally have fucking Trump tards committing literal acts of terrorism. Literal acts of terrorism. It's, I. And they say BLM members are bad. Like... But yet, literally, you have a bunch of Trump supporters storming the Capitol building, causing literal acts of terrorism, planting pipe bombs, all because of a false narrative Trump has been spewing out. Basically, uh... We know the identity of the, uh, of the person that was, uh, shot during the, uh, protests. Uh, apparently, it was by, a uh, police. Um, her name was spelled A-S-H-L-I. Ashley? 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 I don't know. But her name is Ashley? 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 We'll call her Ashley, but Ashley Babbitt, protester killed at Capitol was Air Force vet from California. And then, on the side here, I'm looking at a couple pictures of her, like all bloody, and wow, that's. And this is coming from the uh, New York Post. This is our uh, friends from the uh, right-leaning website that I said I was going to use. Like I said, as you can see, I le- I used a uh, a left-leaning source, and now I'm going to use a right-leaning source. <clears throat> the President Trump supporter, and yes, she was a Trump supporter, but I'm honestly going to put that aside and, you know, may she rest in peace. You know, it, it sucks that her life had to come to an end like this. You know, this was avo- avoidable, and, you know. But the Trump supporter... Killed in the Capitol building Wednesday was an Air Force vet from California who tweeted a day earlier, nothing will stop us, and the storm is here. Ashley Ashley Babbitt, who had 14 years in the service and did four tours of duty, was married and lived near San Diego. Wow. Literally left behind a family. Uh, I guess she lived near San Diego. Her husband... Aaron told, uh, KUSI TV, I'm numb. I'm devastated. Nobody from DC notified my son and we found out on TV. The husband's mother, Robin Babbitt told the post saying her daughter-in-law, she is a Trump supporter. Oh God, I feel so sorry for this family. I guess you can say technically this president committed murder as well because he egged this on. He was the one who was egging these protests on. He was the one who was telling his protesters to to gang up on the Capitol building. He was the one who was encouraging this. He's the one who basically risked this woman's life. He put this, excuse me, put this woman's life on the line. He's the one who did it. He's the one who killed her. You know? The article goes on to say, Everything is pretty surreal, added Aaron's brother, Justin. It's hard because we haven't even been officially notified. The day before she was fatally shot, apparently by Capitol Police. So yes, a police officer did shoot her. Which, I mean, I want to say that's what you get, but at the same time, that's kind of fucked, but that's what you get. Babbitt tweeted, nothing will stop us. They can try and try and try, but the storm is here, and it is descending upon DC in less than 24 hours, dark to light. Shouldn't those have been some warning signs some fuck shit was gonna pop off? And then they show pictures of her. She was a a, a wonderful human being, it looked like. I mean... Besides her political views, of course, I obviously disagree with her supporting Trump. And also, it looked like she supported uh, QAnon as well. Babbitt, who used the Twitter handle Common Ash Sense, also retweeted Wednesday morning, a few hours ahead of her and other Trump supporters storming the Capitol, a must-be-done list before Congress meets today. It included Mike Pence must resign and thereafter be charged with treason and chief justice roberts must resign the rioters were protesting <coughs> excuse me the rioters were protesting congress's impending certification of joe biden as the winner of the 2020 presidential election babbitt took a fatal bullet to the chest during a mayhem inside the capitol video footage was captured the sound of the gunshot and showed the woman crumpling to the floor from multiple angles oh she was apparently shot by Capitol Police. Law enforcements told The Post. Reporting to a tweet Monday by conservative author Melissa Tate saying, Landing in D.C. Here to do God's work. Save the Republic. Babbitt responded. I will be there tomorrow. Godspeed. Honey. Re- reading this shit's just breaking my fucking heart, man. This 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 poor brainwashed woman put her life on the fucking line. For lies and bullshit. On Tuesday, Babbitt retweeted TV footage of a pro-Trump crowd ascending in D.C. ahead of Wednesday's riots. Babbitt's mother-in-law told a Fox affiliate in D.C. she was puzzled by the behavior of her son's wife. I really don't know why she decided to do this, the mother-in-law added according to a reporter's tweet. You don't know why she decided to do this? It's br Bruh. Bruh. What the fuck do you mean you don't know why she decided to do this? It was clear and obvious why she decided to fucking do this. Because she is a brainwashed fucking puppet Trump supporter. What more do you want? The bitch was brainwashed and now she's dead. There you go. You know? What, what, What the fuck more do you want? You know? Fuck. Oh, wow. <clears throat> but of course, yes, as I said before, Pelosi's office was one of said offices that were vandalized. This article is uh, coming from the Hill.com. Supporters of President Trump vandalized Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office Wednesday morning after storming the Capitol in protest of the certification of the Electoral College results. A member of the mob was photographed sitting at a desk in Pelosi's suit of offices, an American flag draped on the desk behind him. Rioters flipped over tables and tore down photographs from the wall. Oh, really now? And, B- and BLM members are are bad. And BLM members are terrorists. The same scene came amid unprecedented chaos on Capitol Hill as supporters of the ongoing president forced their way into the building, disrupting the debates over the certification of Joe Biden's Electoral College victory and causing lawmakers and Vice President Pence to be evacuated to safety. Multiple outlets, at least one person, had been shot amid the ongoing violence, which, again, we found out was that was that uh, Trump supporter, the, the Babbitt woman. Pelosi joined the Senate Democratic leader Charles... Schumer in calling on Trump to demand the protesters to leave the Capitol. Republicans including okay st- what where hey, what is this word? staunch staunch loyal and committed in attitude oh <clears throat> including staunch Trump allies like Senators Ted Cruz, Tom cotton and Marco Rubio also urged an end to the chaos. Trump tweeted for his supporters to be peaceful amid the violence but did not call for them to leave the Capitol. <clears throat> so, basically him egging on the co- the chaos and Yeah, it 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 was an absolute shit show. It it honestly was an absolute nightmare. Uh you know. Rest in peace to the ones who lost their lives. You know, it's it's honestly some sad shit. It really is. And it's some depressing shit, too, to know that people are literally this brainwashed into believing lies and bullshit that have been proven to be false, but yet they don't want to believe the facts. It's sad. It really, truly is sad that this is what... This world has come to and this is what this uh country has come to honestly it's 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 sad and what else is uh scary as well is the inauguration is not too far away so i honestly do hope the capital comes well prepared with enough security and reinforcements and backup to have that place secured So we don't see another display of this happen again because we all know if it happens during the inauguration, that's going to be some big time chaos. Let's just sit here and all agree now that Trump is literally the worst president of the United States He's literally the worst president in United States history. Of all the fucking U.S. presidents we have ever had, he is officially the worst. The chaos he's caused, the lives he's caused, everything he has caused is... It's it's disgusting. It's sad and it's depressing, you know? But it is what it is. Of course, everyone is calling for impeachment and... The removal of him from office, which, honestly, all of that is pointless. Because, like I said, 14, 13 days here, he'll be gone anyways. You know? We just have to bear him for another 14 to 13 days. That's it. That's all we we have to bear him for. And then he's gone. But anyways, enough of that. Let's move on here to our uh, our next topic at hand. And it's uh, about the Jacob Blake shootings. Uh, sadly, the officers that were involved were, will not be charged, which is absolutely ridiculous. They should be charged, because honestly, that was cold-blooded fucking murder. I'm sorry, but that was cold-blooded fucking murder. Article is coming from thehill.com. Um, I'm sorry, but it was cold-blooded fucking murder. It was. Straight up murder. There are plenty, and I mean plenty... Of other situations to defuse this without having to use lethal force. There's even a video out there. Of the Toronto police. Literally defusing a situation like this one. Without having to use lethal force. And I bet you if this was a white man. He probably would still be alive. He probably would not have gotten shot seven times in the back. But no. Of course, I know he, police were there for a reason and all that, but still, this was straight up murder. These police deserve to be locked the fuck away. But, uh, the article says here, a district attorney in Wisconsin announced Tuesday that there, that no charges will be filed against any of the officers involved in the police shooting of 23 year old Jacob Blake over the summer, determining the officers had acted in self-defense, which is absolute fucking bullshit. Blake wasn't even doing anything to them. Like, that's absolute bullshit. Koshona County District Attorney Michael Gravely also said at a press conference that no charges would be filed against Blake in the case. Okay, good, good, good. Blake was left paralyzed after he was shot seven times in the back by Koshona officers as he attempted to enter his vehicle. Cell phone footage from the incident shows Blake being shot multiple times when officers trailed him as he attempted to enter his vehicle. Blake's three children were in the car at the time of the shooting. Officers were originally desponding to a call from a woman who said Blake took the keys to the rental car and would not give them back. Gravely noted that Blake had an active warrant for his arrest, which, okay, meaning they had to make an attempt to arrest him. He also noted that Blake had a knife during the encounter, which... Uh, Okay, okay. Officers deployed stun guns at Blake twice while attempting to arrest him, but they claim they were not able to get him to comply. The shooting prompted a new wave of protests and demonstrations across the country calling for racial justice and police reform, which should honestly happen, with NBA players briefly postponing their playoffs after the video of Blake's shooting made nationwide news. Blake was shot just a few months after the killing by police of another black man, George Floyd, in Indianapolis. The Wisconsin Department of Justice took over the investigation of Blake's shooting, and several officers were placed on administrative leave in its its wake, which, the honestly, the officers should not have a fucking job at all. What they did was cold-blooded, straight-up fucking murder. We are not immensely disappointed in Conshona district attorney, Michael Greeley's decision not to charge the officers involved in this horrific shooting. Oh, I am. Cause he, they should have been charged. Blake's family attorney, Ben Crump said in a statement, we feel this decision failed. Not only Jacob and his family, but the community that protested and demanded justice. And damn straight. They fucking did fail him. They failed him fucking big time. This sends the wrong message to police officers throughout the country, Champ continued. It says it's okay for police to abuse their power and recklessly shoot their weapon, destroying the life of someone who was trying to protect his children. Facts. 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 Absolute fucking facts. The only reason why this man is dead, and the only reason why this man was shot was because I like to apologize and correct myself there. I did a a little fact checking on myself. No, my apologies. He was not shot dead, but he was paralyzed. So my bad. I'd like to correct myself there before anyone goes off and says, Oh, he's, you said he was shot dead. He was not dead. B-b-b-. Okay. I caught myself. There, you don't gotta go off on me now. I I caught myself. No, he was not shot dead, but he was paralyzed from the waist down, which, honestly, again, should be at least charged as attempted murder. Because, let's face it, his life was put on the line. But, yes, honestly, this is ridiculous, and these officers should be charged with at least attempted murder because that's what that was, an attempted murder. That wasn't no self-defense or nothing. That was attempted murder. Okay. Now, speaking of attempted murder and speaking of self-defense, we're staying within the Jacob Blake and Koshona shootings, but we're moving on to a demonstrator By the name of Kyle Rittenhouse, another cold-blooded murderer who deserves to be locked up for the rest of his life, pleads not guilty to charges in Kinshona protest shootings. Now, keep in mind that this kid still broke a law. What law was that? Illegally carrying. Kyle Rittenhouse, the Illinois teenager accused of fatally shooting two protesters in Kinshona, Wisconsin last year, on Tuesday pleaded not guilty to all charges against him. Which, yeah, good luck. Rittenhouse, now 18 years old, filed a plea during a brief hearing conducted via Zoom. The teen was 17 years old when he allegedly killed two people. Rittenhouse is charged with first-degree intentional homicide in the incident and attempted intentional homicide in the wounding of a third person during the August incident. He is also facing a misdemeanor charge of underage firearm possession. That's a definite charge right there. That charge is going to stay. That charge, because that's a definite law he broke. Definitely broke that law. That There's no question he is guilty of that. There's no evidence to prove that he's not guilty of that. He broke that law, which therefore he should serve time for it. He should have not been illegally carrying said weapon in the first place. He should not have had access to said weapon in the first place. The kid is a cold-blooded fucking murderer that deserves to be locked up in prison for the rest of his life. In rotten prison. Where he belongs. But he was charged with first-degree intentional homicide in the incident and attempted the uh, intentional homicide and the wounding of a third person during the August incident. He was also facing a misdemeanor charge of underage firearm possession for wielding a semi-automatic rifle. He faces life in prison, which he deserves. Prosec- they did not add the last part, but I added that last part in. I Prosecutors say that Rittenhouse went from, oh boy, here we go, butchering butchering names, Anarch, Illinois, to Koshona in August during mass protests against the police shooting of Jacob Blake, an unarmed, an unarmed black man who was ultimately left paralyzed from the waist down. Rittenhouse was responding to calls to defend local businesses, and allegedly shot three protesters with an assault (laughs) rifle. Rittenhouse was responding to calls to defend local businesses, my fucking ass. He was out there causing chaos and causing trouble. The teen had argued that he was acting in self-defense, which is absolute fucking horseshit. No, he wasn't. He committed straight-up murder, and was released from the Cushone county jail on November 2nd on $2 million cash bill that was paid through an account set up by his attorneys. What I want to know is where did they get said fucking money to bail him out? Rittenhouse's case has divided the nation with conservatives rallying around him as some as someone exercising his second amendment rights and social justice advocates casting him as a harmful individual who arrived in Kinshona to hurt protesters. House will return to court and face a jury on March 29th where hopefully the jury will put him away for the rest of his life where the fuck he belongs. But of course, murder loving gun nuts are going to support him. Why? Because they're murder loving gun nuts. That's what murder loving gun nuts love. They love murder and they love death. They love seeing people die. That's just how it is for gun nuts. You know, that's what they love. They, they don't care if your loved one dies, as long as their precious Second Amendment is okay. Everything's fine. You know? Oh, he was exercising his Second Amendment rights. Okay, but nowhere in the Second Amendment does it say he has the right to illegally carry a rifle. Okay? Underaged. Nowhere in the Second Amendment does it say it gives him to shoot anyone he wants Just because he's protecting local businesses. Nowhere in the Second Amendment does it say he has the right to do any of the things he did. Nowhere. And if it does, please do fucking show it to me. Because I'd love to see it. Because nowhere does the Second Amendment give this kid the right to, to what the fuck he did. Nowhere. It gives him no, none, zero, zip. It gives him no right at all. To do what the fuck he did, none. End of story. Period. That's just simple fucking gunnet logic for you. You know, if it's not them, you know, trying to protect their precious Second Amendment with bullshit fucking death statistics, gun death, te- gun death statistics, trying to prove that fucking gun control doesn't work, blah bidi, blah, blah 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 blah. You know, that's all gun nuts want is murder, bloodshed, and death. That's it. They don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about your family. They don't give a fuck about nothing but themselves. They are selfish fucking murderers. That's all gun nuts are. are Selfish fucking murderers. They aren't trying to protect no goddamn constitution or nothing. They're just tough guys with fucking guns. That's all these right-wing gun nuts are. With conservatives rallying around him as someone exercising his... Exercising his second amendment rights. Again, tell me where in the second amendment does it say he has the right to do any of this? Nowhere. It's the kid is a straight-up cold-blooded murderer who deserves to fucking rot in prison for the rest of his goddamn life. End of fucking story period and I hope that's exactly what the fuck he gets and I hope this lingers and stays with him for the rest of his life. I hope this fucking haunts him for the rest of his life Anyways, moving on, and speaking of people getting arrested, more pro-Trump tards are causing trouble. Proud Boys leader arrested on charges related to December pro-Trump protests. Oh, yeah, that's right. The good old fucking Proud Boys, a far-right group that loves to suck on Trump's dick. <laughs> oh, yeah. Their leader... Uh, was taken away in cuffs. Washington, D.C. police on Monday arrested the leader of a far-right Proud Boys. Of the far-right Proud Boys. Uh, And I'm not even gonna try it. Terrero? Tarot Fuck it. On a destruction of property charge, by the way, this article is coming from TheHill.com. On a destruction of property charge related to the pro- President Trump protests last month. Let me read that again. Washington, D.C. police on Monday arrested the leader of a far-right Proud Boys. The leader of the far-right Proud Boys, Yurik, Yurik, Yuriku, Yuriku, Taro, whatever the fuck his name is, on a destruction of property charge related to the pro-Trump protests last month. Apparently, he burned, uh, vandalized someone's Black Lives Matter flag. From what I heard, I don't remember exactly where I heard that, but I heard he vandalized someone's, uh, BLM flag. <clears throat> but the MPD officers took the 36-year-old Proud Boys chairman into custody after he entered the city over an arrest warrant ...for the charge from December 12th incident. Taro, who is from Miami, is believed to have been coming from the airport... ...after arriving for the pro-Trump demonstration scheduled this week... ...to oppose the exchange congressional certification of the election results. Which... That disgusting, disastrous uh, pro-Trump... ...barrage at the... uh, uh, Capitol building. During his arrest... Taro was found to be in possession of two high-capacity fired magazines, <clears throat> of course, acting like, of course, that's what typical tough guys with guns do, prompting him also to be charged with possessing a high-capacity feeding device, police said. Good. Getting what he deserves. Tarot was among those two who burned a Black Lives Matter banner that was taken down from Onsbury United Methodist, a historic black church, Last month, he previously told the Washington Post saying he would plead guilty to any destruction of property damage. Damn fucking straight. Under the misdemeanor charge, Torero could face up to 180 days in jail and a $1,000 fine. Now keep him there for the rest of his life. Protesters also took down a sign with the same phrase from the Metropolitan, Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church. Jesus, fuck. (laughs) <laughs> get a bit more At the same time, police said they would investigate the vandalism as potential hate crimes, which that's exactly what they are. MPD spokesperson Dustin Sherbank told The Post on Monday that prosecutors would determine whether to file hate charges, which they should. Tara had previously told The Post that he would not admit to committing hate a hate crime, saying that he and other Proud Boys members did not target the church because it has a prominently black congression. Instead, he said he was protesting the Black Lives Matter movement that has terrorized the s- citizens of this co- <laughs> <laughs> Okay, buddy. And yet, you Trump supporters just weren't terrorizing the fucking capital. Oh, get the fuck out of here. I'm glad this motherfucker got arrested. Get the fuck out of here, buddy. Like, come the fuck on. BLM has terrorized this country, but yet here you fucking Trump supporters are terrorizing the fucking Capitol building? Really? We're gonna go there. That's exactly where the fuck we're gonna go. Okay, okay, okay. Um... I'd like to uh, inform you that those were not BLM members who did all that, though. See, the idiots who did all the looting, rioting, and all that were people to claim they're a part of the BLM movement. But in reality, they're not. They're just people trying to kick the movement into the dust. They're people just trying to deface the movement of what it really means. They're, They're people just trying to ruin the movement. They're people who aren't really part of the movement that they say they are, but they're just trying to deface it. They're just trying to destroy it. Real BLM members and protesters don't riot, okay? They peacefully protest for justice, okay? None of the people that did the vandalism or nothing were actual BLM members. Yeah, they claim to be them, but we all know they weren't. They're just, again, people trying to deface the BLM movement. People trying to destroy the BLM movement by saying they're part of it. You know, that's, that's exactly what they're doing. And it's... It's... Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's sickening, and it's sad to see people want to destroy such a good movement. A movement that I support a lot. I'm a full 100% on Black Lives Matter. You know, fuck all lives matter. Fuck all that bullshit. BLM, baby. Black Lives Matter. You know? And black lives will have their voices heard. People like the fucking Proud Boys, you know, people trying to defile and ruin the name of the BLM community are people who don't truly know what the movement stands for. They truly don't know what the movement means. It's a movement about equality, justice, and peace. It's not about terrorism. It's nothing like that. It's those three simple things. Peace... Justice and equality. That's it. That's all it's about. But uh, that's some very good news to hear. Glad that that uh, sick fuck got locked up where he deserves to be. But uh, moving on to some more Trump news. Oh boy. Rest of this is going to be all Trump news. Rest of the uh, articles are going to all come from thehill.com. Uh, one artic- one more article from Occupied Democrats, but uh, whew, Trump is this fucking desperate, where he's committing crimes. Yes, this is illegal to do. Trump asked Georgia's Secretary of State to find 11.7K ballots to recalculate the election result. Trump told the Georgia Secretary of State to find him votes. To come up with them. Find them. President Trump directly asked Georgia's top election officials to overturn his defeat to President-elect Joe Biden in the state during a Sunday phone call. According to audio posted Sunday by the Washington Post, during the conversation, the president reportedly asked Secretary of State Brad Refsperger, Ref Spranger, whatever the fuck his name is, to find more than 11,000 ballots needed to overcome the gap between Trump and Biden in the state, thereby flipping the state in his favor. The people of Georgia are angry. The people in the county excuse me, the people in the country are angry, and there is nothing wrong with saying, "You know that you've recalculated." Trump told Raffensperger, Sparger, Spanger. Raffin Spanger, whatever the fuck his goddamn name is. He's Raffin burger to me. Even though it doesn't say burger, it says Spanger. Is that Spanger? Spanger? Spearer? Spanger? We'll go Spanger. Before questioning the secretary about a rumor that ballads for him were shredded in Fulton County, which is home to Atlanta, the state's largest city in a major Democratic area. All I want to do is this, the president continued, I just want to find 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have because we won the state, which is not true. Biden won the state. The secretary is heard in the limited audio released by the Post rejecting the president's claims, calling his supported data wrong, and indicating that he would not bow to the president's wishes. At another point in the call, the audio reported by the post reveals that Trump inked his fate in the state, as well as Ralph Springer's actions in the days ahead, to whether the GOP senators Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue would hold on to their seats in the state's upcoming runoff election, which is days away. By the way, this was written before the uh, runoff happened. This was written like three days ago, as I'm recording this. So three or four days ago. But, uh, the audio is the first actual evidence of the president's attempts to directly pressure a state official to overturn the results of the 2020 election. Though he has called for Georgia officials, including governor Brian Kemp to call a special legislative session for the purpose of overturning the state's results on Twitter in recent weeks. He has also publicly called for Kemp to resign. Trump's legal team headed by his personal attorney, Rudy Giuliani, has also made legal efforts in several states seeking to block the certification of the 2020 election results with no success. Hmm. I wonder why they're having no success. Oh, that's right, because there's no evidence of voter fraud. So this is from a more left-leaning source. Uh, This is from Occupy Democrats, definitely going to include them. Updated, now includes the full-length recording phone call between Trump and... Ooh. Hmm. This is this is interesting. In a move that demonstrates the desperate lengths that Donald Trump will go to to try to steal an election legitimately won by President-elect Joe Biden, the details emerged today of an hour-long phone call that defeated Republic- that the defeated Republican candidate played, played yesterday to Georgia DOP secretary of the state, Brad Riffsberger-Spranger-Spranger. <laughs> I, I can't pronounce his fucking name. During the call, a recording of which was obtained by the Washington Post from an unnamed source, presumably close to Raff Spranger, Trump cordialed, flattered, and pathetically begged and ultimately threatened the state official in charge of Georgia's election with criminal prosecution if he didn't magically find or enhance invent enough votes to reverse already certified election results. I have to listen to this recording. Okay, so I had to take a little pause in the recording there to actually listen to this phone call. Just a little bit. I listened to about a minute and 36 of it. And it's basically him making his false claims. And probably after I'm done with this recording, I'm definitely going to listen to a good part of the phone call because I really want to hear him beg. <laughs> but let's see. Wait, does it have the... And this was from the Washington Post. This is the full phone call recorded. But does it does it have a transcript of it? Oh, it does. Hold on. Oh, it does. Oh, the government's bringing down rejected Trump's assurances. Oh, boy. This is, this is... Oh, here we go, 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 okay, 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 okay. Okay, Okay. so look, all I want to do is this. This, I guess this is what he said when he was begging for votes. So look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes... Which... No, 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 no. You know what? Hold on, hold on. Uh I'm going to read this in my best Trump voice I can. So, all I want to do is this. I just want to find 11,780 votes. Which is one more than we have. Because we won the state. Trump lied while trying to induce felony electoral fraud. There's no way I lost Georgia... Trump's, (laughs) Trump's, <laughs> why does Trump sound like a fucking teenage girl? Fuck it. Trump said a f- phrase. The post says that he repeated f- frequently over the course of the call. There's no way we won by hundreds of thousands of votes. A huge win. <laughs> he didn't say that, but I added that. Oh God. Just in case you have a picture in your mind of the president, of a panicking president sitting alone in his underwear in a White House bedroom, desperately dialing in an unhinged and unsupervised bout of madness, you should know that the White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and conservative lawyer Clita Mitchell, Mitchell, a well known Republican attorney new to the Trump legal team, were also on call with him. Also, he wasn't alone. <laughs> Only Mitch was willing to comment to the newspaper. Mitch McCall. Mitchell. Mitchell. Oh, I thought it was Mitch. Mitch McCall. I thought that was Mitch. I saw Mitch. But I th- okay. Only Mitchell was willing to comment to the newspaper about his reporting, saying in a statement that Raffin Spanger Wanga Flanger Danger's office had made many statements over the past two months that are simply not correct and everyone involved with the efforts on behalf of the president's election. Excuse me challenge has said the same thing show us your records on which you rely to make these statements that our numbers are wrong the disagreement between trump and Georgia's top election official continued even after the lengthy begging session had concluded with the president moving the discussion to social media oh oh God. oh no oh okay okay here we go let's let's read his tweets Oh, and by the way, I I thought I should mention, I as the time I'm recording this, it's currently 1.34 a.m. in the morning, um, Trump's Twitter account has been suspended for 12 hours, meaning he can't tweet shit for 12 hours. Oh, I'm definitely going to make a main channel video about this. But uh, he's basically banned until like 7 a.m. So... I don't know, I'll have to see what he says, and then I'll, I'll, I'll show it, but, oh, my God, wow, I'm looking at the videos, because like I said at the beginning, I'm watching MSDNC right now on my iPad, because I'm tracking the, uh, the results here, oh, my boy Brian Williams is gone, now it's, uh, Ali's, whatever the fuck his name is, but, uh, yeah, they're showing the, uh, Trump protests here, and I'm looking at, yeah, it's just a nothing but a bunch of Trump 2020 flags and all that, but wait, the real inevitable is communism. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but anyways, okay, so back to these tweets here. So Trump said in a tweet, I spoke to Secretary of State Brad Raffenspangoing a danger yesterday about Fulton County and voter fraud in Georgia. He was unwilling or un- unable to answer questions such as the Ballads Under the Table, Scam, Ballad Destruction, Out-of-State Voters, Dead Voters, and More. He has no clue. More like, you have no clue there, Donald. Okay, here we go. And then, uh, the Secretary of Sp- State, Brad Raffin a Flangadanger, retweeted that and said, Respectfully, ple- Pleasant and Plump, respectfully, President Trump, what you're saying is not true. The truth will come out. Which, that is true. But. The article basically goes on to say, the desperation that Trump displays with his disgraceful attempt to defy the reality and invent alternate facts of his own does not bode well for the rallies he has called to take place in Washington, D.C. on January 6th, when the Congress convenes in a joint session for the final ratification of the election results. Which I'm watching right now. That's what I'm watching on MSDNC. If you're wondering, like, Oh, you're watching MSDNC? I thought you said you don't watch that. I'm watching it because I prefer their coverage the most out of FNN, Fox News, and all them other motherfuckers. I like MSNBC's coverage of the election and this kind of shit the best. But... The article goes on to say a delusional and unhinged president with nothing left to lose and a crowd of eager prosecutors salivating over the prospect of prosecuting him for his many alleged criminal actions, combined with a loyal base of armed and dangerous supporters who would prefer to accept his forked tongue claims of electoral manifest over the facts of the ballot count, makes for the most... Explosive situation this na- this nation has faced since the 1960s. <clears throat> so, basically... Like I said, Trump was begging... For, uh... Basically begging the Georgia representative to give him 11,000 votes. But it didn't happen. Mo- but, uh, moving on here from our... From that hundreds of thousands of votes. There's no way I lost Georgia. There's no way. We won by hundreds of thousands of votes. I'm just going by s- small numbers when you add them up there many times the eleven thousand. But but I won that state by hundreds of thousands of votes. Now, do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also, that's what the rumor is, huh? So it's a rumor now. So but, uh, this is from the hill.com, a leaked phone call in which president Trump can be heard congelating, pressuring and vulgarly, vulgarly. I don't know why I can't say that. Vulgarly threatening Georgia's top election officials to find enough votes to reverse his election loss is raising questions whether Trump should face criminal penalties, which he should, Definitely. He definitely was breaking the law with that phone call. No and if buts about it. That was... Like, come on. He was definitely breaking the law with that with that phone call. Like, come on. Democratic lawmakers and a Georgia state elections official on Monday called for probes into whether Trump's call amounted to an illegal effort to solicit Secretary of State Brad Reff and Spangalangadangers to engage in voter fraud by overturning President-elect Joe Biden's victory in the state. It's not yet clear if federal or state officials will head the calls for investigation to whether the hour-long Sunday, excuse me, Saturday phone conversation violated federal or state statutes, which it does. Like, come on, how, how, how could it not? Like, the man was literally fucking Begging him to overturn the results of an election that has been legit won by Joe Biden. Legitly won by Joe Biden. There is no proof of Joe Biden not winning this election unfairly. There is zero evidence. There is nothing. And there is nothing that can overturn the uh overturn the election in Trump's favor. It's done. It's not yet clear if federal or state officials will head the sell, the calls for investigations into whether the hour-long Saturday phone conversation violated federal state statutes. But even if prosecutors ultimately conclude that Trump could be charged, the decision over whether to proceed would likely involve weighing the interests of justice against the explosive political impact of the prosecuting a current or recently sitting president. Fuck it. Fuck it. Indict his ass. Lock his ass the fuck up. Legal legal experts on Monday appeared divided on the question. Some argued that prosecuting Trump is necessary to restore certain democratic norms that were shattered during Trump's White House tenure, especially amid a timulous, lame duck phrase that has seen Trump launch numerous failed lawsuits to challenge Biden's win while repeatedly making claims that the election was subject to rampant voter fraud despite the lack of any evidence, which is true. Other experts, however, said the appropriate remedy is political, not court-ordered. While President Trump may have engaged in criminal conduct in this phone call, which he did, it's not may, he did, I think the best interest of the nation would be to avoid traditional criminal prosecution with the completion of imprisonment or something like that, said Edward Fowley, an election law expert and law professor at Ohio State University. Oh, you. The Washington Post on Sunday published an audio recording of a phone call between Trump and Raf and spang a wang a which I'm definitely going to listen to. That showed the president asking the secretary of state to find votes, to find the votes needed to overturn the election in Georgia. The people of Georgia are angry. The people in the country are angry. There's nothing wrong with saying you know that you've recalculated, Trump told Raff and Spanger. All I want to do is this, the president continued. I just want to find 11,780 votes which is one more than we have because we won the state. Some Democrats on Monday were calling for a criminal probe into Trump's actions while Republicans were again divided with some criticizing Trump and others defending him. Exactly. Of course the Republican Party is going to be divided on that topic because if you think about it, of course, as it said, you have the people who support Trump and then you have the people who... Uh, are kind of on edge about supporting Trump, you know, because of his current actions. And now, honestly, I don't blame the people who aren't defending him because look, look what the, look what kind of chaos he caused. Literally costed four people's lives today. Yeah, I'm blaming all of the chaos, all of the lives lost, all of the people injured, all of the vandalism and everything is all Trump's fault. Why? Because he was the one who egged on his supporters to do this. Okay? He was the one to make this all happen. And, of course, then he noticed and realized that shit was getting out of control and tried his best to do damage control but couldn't. But, uh... A pair of House Democrats, reps Ted... Liu? Ted Liu? And, uh... Kathleen Rice sent a criminal referral against Trump to FBI Director Christopher... Ray calling him, calling on him to a opal, opal, yeah, opal, a very awesome looking gem or diamond or whatever the fuck it's, I don't know, but uh, calling on him to open a criminal probe into Trump's call with Raffenspanger. As members of Congress and former prosecutors, we believe Donald Trump engaged in solicitation of or conspiracy to commit a number of election crimes. Which he did. The lawmakers wrote in a letter Monday, we ask you to open an immediate criminal investigation into the president. The FBI spokesperson confirmed the Bureau has received the letter, but declined further comment. Basically, there's a lot more to this article, but if you guys do want to read the full article, it is on uh, thehill.com. But... Uh just ask me, and uh, also, if you're watching this on YouTube or uh, or any other place, you know, just just message me or ask me anywhere where you people could get a hold of me. If you guys want to know the sources and wanna read the articles for yourselves, just let me know. I'll gladly send you the link here. I keep them all logged of all my sources and everything. It's mostly just articles from the hill, as like I said, I can trust the hill the best than all the other sources and news outlets out there. Because, that's like I said, I've said many times before, I trust the Hill because it has accurate information. It's not biased, and it gets straight down to the point without biased bullshit. That's what I like about it. But, it's, it's absolutely sad that this kind of shit is uh, going on here right now. It's pathetic. I I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking at a uh another article here that was on the hill that has uh some of the numbers that happened. Uh you know what? A little we're going to do a little bonus article here. This is uh was actually just written today. Four dead, 52 arrested after chaos on Capitol Hill. Uh, four people died on Wednesday, including one woman who was shot by a police officer amid the protests and rioting on Capitol Hill that resulted in dozens of demonstrators being arrested, police denounced. Metropolitan Police Department Chief Robert Co- Conti called the rioting by pro-Trump demonstrators shameful during a news conference alongside Mayor Muriel Bowser. Bitch look like Bowser. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Bitch, look like Bowser. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll stop. <laughs> that was that was assholeish of me. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Demonstrators stormed the Capitol on Wednesday afternoon, forcing both chambers to evacuate as they prepared. Blah 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 blah. We've heard this. Let me let me skim through this here. Uh, Coti said at least 14 officers sustained injuries during the rioting. Ooh, that cotton throat, though. Woohoo! That's what happens when you've been recording a podcast for almost like an hour and 36 minutes. Coti said at least 14 officers sustained injuries during the rioting, with one officer pulled into the crowd and assaulted. Damn! Okay, I see you fucked. <laughs> I thought Trump supporters were supposed to back the blue, not beat the fuck out of the blue. Uh, are Trump supporters saying fuck, fuck swap, fuck 12 too? Fuck. Huh. Resulting in serious injuries that required hospitalization, another officer was also hospitalized. Police also recovered two pipe bombs near the headquarters of the Democratic National Committee and Republican National Committee. And BLM members are terrorists? Trump supporters literally doing terrorist-type shit. Pipe bombs. Like, come on. Officers from D.C. police and Capitol Police successfully cleared Capitol grounds so Congress could resume its court... Excuse me, it's count of the electoral results, which resumed around 8 p.m. Members of the D.C. National Guard have been called in earlier Wednesday as authorities attempted to gain control of the situation and secure the Capitol building. In response to the civil ar- arrest on the Capitol Hill, Bowser indicated a curfew for the district beginning at 6 p.m. on Wednesday. She also extended an emergency declaration in the city until January 21st, allowing the city to access additional resources to quell any further civil Disturbances. Police began searching the perimeter around the Capitol building and around 7.15. Cote said issuing verbal warnings to many of hundreds that remained in the area after curfew had gone into effect. As of 9.30pm, police had made 52 arrests including four carrying pistols without a license and one for possession of prohibited weapon. Boom. So these Trump tards were fucking armed. Cote remained... Reminded the public, if you're not engaged in essential activities, please stay off the streets. simple as that. So I, I thought I would read that bonus article there, you know, because it does give you a little bit more, uh, info and insight there. But, uh, some sad stuff. But, uh, moving on to our final, uh, article here of the podcast. Ah. Uh, Melania Trump's uh, top aide, Stephanie Graham, uh, has decided to call it quits. Stephanie Graham, a longtime aide to First Lady Melania Trump, has resigned. She is confirming a statement to the Hill on Wednesday evening. It has been an honor to serve the country in the White House. I am very proud to have been part of Mrs. Trump's mission to help children everywhere and proud of the many accomplishments of this administration. <laughs> what accomplishments? Graham served as the first lady's communication director and chief of staff with a brief stint as the white house press secretary in between her recognition came in response to pro-trump rioters storming the Capitol building CNN reported oh CNN reported it really Hill CNN come on the first lady had not publicly committed publicly commented on the mobs at the Capitol which came after President Trump urged them to go protest the certification of electoral votes, making Joe Biden the next president. Graham had not responded earlier in the day to the request for comment from The Hill. see. Excuse me. Fuck it, I guess we can finish this article. Thousands of Trump supporters descended on Washington, D.C. on Wednesday as a joint session of Congress prepared to certify the electoral votes as the president argued with lawmakers should block the certification. In an address to supporters at the White House ellipse on Wednesday morning, Trump urged attendees to march to the Capitol building and make their voices heard. Shortly after the joint session convened, rioters breached the building, prompting the evacuation of Vice President Pence, lawmakers, staff, and press. Trump has done little to quell the unrest and has instead offered his his approval for those wanting to challenge the results. In a series of tweets that have been since blocked by Twitter, Trump told supporters to go home while simultaneously arguing that his election defeat was fraudulent and that they were special. These are the things and events that happens when a scared landslide election victory is so uncircumstantly and victorious viciously stripped away from great patriots who have been badly and unfairly treated for so long, Trump tweeted. Go home with love and peace and remember this day forever. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, we will remember this day for motherfucking ever. Several, f- sure? yep. okay. Several former White House officials condemned the violence in Washington or called on Trump to do more to stop it. Ex-White House communications director and Pence... Aside, Alyssa Farah posted multiple tweets urging an end to the riots while former chief of staff Mike okay, I'm gonna butcher this name as well, Mike Mov Mike you Mick Mike. Mick Mavlany? Mavlany, whatever the fuck his name is said. Trump's initial tweet calling for claim was insignificant. But Graham is a rare instance of a currents White House officials responding to unrest, National Security Advisor Ryan O'Brien tweeted his support for Pence, who drew Trump's wrath by saying he could not alternate, wow, the, the word. He cannot reject elections for Biden. Basically, he cannot overturn the elections. Graham was a Trump campaign aside before joining the administration as the first lady spokeswoman. She took over as White House press secretary after Sarah Huckabee Sanders departure in 2019, Graham returned to the East Wing in April, having never had a formal press briefing as secretary. So ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, oh boy, oh boy. This, this, this honestly, this shit was crazy. And they say BLM members are fucking protesters. Excuse me, are, are terrorists. Oh yeah, they even say that well, BLM members are protesters. They do protest, but they protest peacefully. Like I said, the people who do this kind of shit, like the people who vandalize buildings, the people who, you know, do the looting and all that type of shit are people who are trying to defile and degrade and stomp on the BLM movement. They're not actually people of the BLM movement. They're just people trying to defile and destroy the movement. They're not people of the movement. You know? And and that's what uh, right-wing media and all, all those people get confused. The people, again, the people who loot, riot, and steal, and cause chaos and set shit on fire and all that, those are people trying to defile and degrade and destroy the BLM movement. True BLM members... Don't do that kind of shit. They don't. They peacefully protest in the streets. Peacefully. We don't burn no buildings. I should say, they don't burn no buildings. They don't burn no nothing. They don't vandalize nothing. They don't steal nothing. They don't do any of that. BLM members, actual BLM members, protest peacefully. They don't do any of that bullshit. But anyways, I believe that that is going to be it for tonight. For this episode of This and That. I do hope you all enjoyed. Uh, You all know where my socials are. Instagram is jmosh420, YouTube, Boston 3233. That's my main channel. Uh, If you guys want to listen to the podcast on YouTube, uh, Boston 32332. You all know where the fuck it is. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is going to do it. For this episode of the this and that podcast. But uh I appreciate the people who give a listen to this terrible fucking podcast. Ugh. 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 Tastes like nasty ass strawberry donuts. Ugh. I went to the gas station uh earlier on and uh <clears throat> Got these glazed strawberry donuts. I thought they were regular normal glazed donuts. Turned out that they were strawberry glazed donuts. And they tasted like ass. Mm -hmm. And my saliva still kind of tastes like it. And it tastes like... But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that's it. I'll see y'all next time. Peace.